you're listening to Hidden Health. In today's episode, we'll be discussing a side to Alzheimer's disease that is often left out of many conversations and yet presents itself to be an issue of dire concern, the caregiver experience. Alzheimer's disease is a neurodegenerative disease that gradually destroys connections between neurons in the brain. As a result, the patient's memory and basic cognitive functions start to dwindle, and they become increasingly dependent on a caretaker to assist them with basic tasks. Caregivers often find themselves battling a myriad of physical, emotional, and financial hardships, which can impact both their quality of life and that of the patient themselves. The responsibilities that they must take on change and often increase in difficulty as the patient's condition advances and can be better understood by taking a closer look at the stages of Alzheimer's disease and how it translates to them. Early stage Alzheimer's disease involves a fairly large amount of independence in daily tasks. These patients can still take part in social activities. Memory loss is occasional, but is generally only for locations of objects or maybe familiar words. While the patient's symptoms are not severe in this stage, this can often be the most difficult part of caregiving, since the caregiver may have had no prior experience until this point. The caregiver essentially finds themselves in a completely unfamiliar role and must change his or her life to help support the person, whoever it may be. Since an early diagnosis is not as severe as the stages that follow, it is absolutely crucial that the caregiver and the patient sit down together to formally make decisions about the future. This can include legal, financial, and even long-term care plan. So this is kind of like a really important stage then in terms of making decisions for the future. Exactly. Mainly because it'll get way harder to do all of this planning as the disease progresses. Moreover, during the early stage of the disease, the patient can actually participate in clinical trials that hunt for treatments, as well as take any available treatments then. Granted that early-stage Alzheimer's disease patients are relatively independent, it is very important that caregivers recognize when and where to give the most appropriate help, as well as how to grant the patient as much independence as possible. Caregiving, nonetheless, is a very emotional process, and they can often experience emotional triggers when thinking about how the diagnosis will impact their life now and for the future. Learning to recognize and identify emotions not only for the caregiver, but the patient as well will prove beneficial to both. And I think it's also important to know that the caregiver doesn't always have to be a professional, but can also be a family member as well, which might heighten the emotional experience for them. Yeah, that's definitely true. And it's important to know that many of the caregivers for Alzheimer's disease patients will probably end up being family members. Moving on, Physical health is just as important to mental well-being as is emotional health. Despite their condition, early-stage Alzheimer's disease patients are able to perform and indulge in most day-to-day -day tasks. Ensuring that they get adequate exercise and a nutritious diet will definitely help them live a longer and healthier life. Most importantly, it is for the well-being of both that the caregiver takes the time and effort to understand the disease and become one with the information and resources to help them along the way. Having a clear understanding of what the patient is going through will undoubtedly lead to better care and a healthier relationship between the two. As the disease progresses into its middle stages, the patient will not be able to take on the level of independence that they had before being diagnosed or even during the early stages of the disease. 
Dementia symptoms are more pronounced. The patient may confuse words, experience frustration and anger, and even act in unexpected ways. This is known to be the longest stage and can last many years. As a result, more of this responsibility is handed to the caregiver and will continue to fall into their hands as the disease advances into later stages. Therefore, being a middle stage caregiver requires extreme flexibility and most importantly, patience. As a middle stage caregiver, daily routines and a strong structure to the day will be most beneficial. Behavioral changes, ineffective communication, and increasing daily care needs are just some of the things that accompany middle stage Alzheimer's disease patients. Figuring out how to cope and adapt to these changing needs will be difficult, but again, it is super important to be aware of the resources. Luckily, organizations like the Alzheimer's Association offer educational workshops that could help develop the skills needed. Transitioning on to the advanced stage of Alzheimer's disease, patients unfortunately are no longer capable of independent work in terms of self-care and daily tasks. They become entirely dependent on their caregivers from eating to getting themselves dressed. It also becomes more and more difficult for them during this stage to recognize their family members and sometimes even themselves when looking into a mirror, for example. This, of course, contributes significantly to the emotional burden of the disease, as both the patient, the family, and the caregivers must come to terms with this worsening condition. Along with that, there are also observed physiological complications that accompany this stage, such as myoclonia, which is a form of seizing that involves sudden muscle spasms and hyperactive reflexes. Lung infections and nutritional deficiencies also manifest themselves to be common causes of mortality for many late-stage Alzheimer's disease patients as well, given that the mortality rate is increased during this period. Given that patient dependence is most heightened during this stage, caregiver burden compounds significantly. A PubMed article discussed a 2005 study that uh, measured cortisol levels in the morning saliva of 57 caregivers. And these cortisol levels are found to be significantly higher than those of the control group. Higher cortisol levels are linked to chronic stress, which also aligns with another finding of the study where those who um, had caregiving responsibilities, so either a professional or a family member, um, were found to have more frequent visits to their physician and also have an increased dependency on medications due to a possible suppression of their immune system. So here we can definitely see that the impact of caring for the Alzheimer's disease patients over time definitely manifests itself both emotionally and physiologically on these caregivers. The article did go on to say that the burden can be minimized with collaboration between health policymakers, media, social institutions, doctors, and other caregivers. Wow, that's really cool. I didn't know that. Going off of that, as the condition of the patient worsens, the caregiver may experience something called caregiver stress. There are symptoms for this, and they also worsen with the time that is spent taking care of the patient. It is important to be able to recognize these symptoms and to seek help when needed. Some of these symptoms include denial, anger at the person with the disease, social withdrawal from friends and activities, anxiety about the future, depression that just breaks your spirit, exhaustion that makes it nearly impossible to complete daily tasks, sleeplessness, and irritability, as well as lack of concentration. 
Another side to caregiver mental health is depression, not to be confused with stress, um, given that depression can often be an outcome of chronic or prolonged periods of stress. Some symptoms of caregiver depression include becoming easily agitated or frustrated, feelings of worthlessness or guilt, feelings of hopelessness, thoughts of death, dying, or suicide, disturbed sleep, fatigue or loss of energy, loss of interest or pleasure in usual activities, difficulty thinking or concentrating, um, overall changes in appetite um, and weight and physiological symptoms that might not be able to respond to treatment, such as headaches, digestive disorders, and just pain. Thankfully, psychological research has shown that there may in fact be effective interventions for caregiver stress and depression that can really help improve the mental health of the caregiver. Yeah, so one such example is psychoeducation, which is a therapeutic intervention uh, that works to help caregivers understand and educate them on skills and ways to cope with the caregiving demands and the stress that they face. And this usually involves small group lessons where they talk and discuss about dementia, Alzheimer's disease, uh, you know, the importance of taking time for themselves, the importance of communication, uh, ways to manage different sorts of behaviors, ways to manage their anger, maybe the anger of the patient, um, different ways to modify the way they think, uh, the way they might approach certain thoughts. Um, and they're also filled with pleasant events that are essentially mood boosting um, to create a positive experience and uh, create an educative experience for these caregivers. Another uh, form of intervention would be counseling and psychotherapy. Um, this is usually done by trained professionals uh, to help caregivers manage stress and treat their distress and depression. Um, and it's often used specifically for caregivers that are uh, diagnosed with clinical depression or any other mental health um, issues that they might be facing. Another type of intervention includes multi-component interventions, and these are essentially integrated strategies to enhance the treatment efficacy that caregivers give to their patients. Some of these strategies include education, skills training, counseling, problem solving, support groups, home modification, as well as a health passport. Finally, we have mindfulness-based interventions. This is where caregivers are trained in mindfulness-based stress reduction and other meditation strategies with the aim of non-judgmentally paying attention to present momentary experience on purpose with the final aim to relieve suffering. Taking all of this in, I think when we look at conditions such as Alzheimer's disease, I think it's imperative that we take a holistic perspective on approaching and understanding them, and that begins with addressing more than just the tip of the iceberg. Caregivers of patients with Alzheimer's disease, traumatic brain injuries, and other such conditions confront numerous hardships apart from just the physiological difficulty of it. And by educating ourselves and those around us, we can better acknowledge and work to help those who are experiencing such difficulties. If you are a caregiver that is in need of help and support, please visit alzheimers.org and contact their helpline at 1-800-272-3900. They have many resources and information that can help make your caretaking journey a much happier and healthier one. Thank you for listening to this episode of Hidden Health. Stay tuned for next time where we'll break down the nature of WASH, or water sanitation and hygiene, as a determinant in shaping maternal health outcomes.
Sources for this episode were taken from PubMed to discuss psychological interventions and the stages of Alzheimer's disease and caregiving, as well as Alzheimer's.org to discuss symptoms, stress, and depression in caregivers. Thank you.